Hello, wacky teacher entrepreneur listeners, teacherpreneurs, teacher entrepreneurs. It's all the same. Right now, Amanda is trying to make out with Tom Hanks. If you want to see, if you want to see why, go to our YouTube <laughs> channel. I think that you'll understand a little bit better. And I have a llama next to me and the llama has a confused weird look on its face it's actually my favorite emoji this is the emoji face i send out the most it's where the mouth looks kind of like a sideways s <laughs> just sort of disgusted and confused at the same time that's usually how i feel throughout the day today we are going to be talking about email marketing and this is this llama is exactly how i feel about email marketing and that's why we put a movie poster of you got you've got mail behind amanda because she loves email marketing and she i'm going to ask her all the questions i have about it today i don't think we'll have time to answer all of them because my questions are endless but i hope that by listening to it if you've been a little scared or unsure or confused by email marketing, maybe things will be a little more clear after listening to this episode. So here we go. Welcome to the Wacky Teacherpreneurs Podcast. Your hosts, Jess and Amanda, have been friends and teacherpreneurs for years. Along with their successes, they've had lots of failures, foibles, and fumbles. And now, they're here to share it all with you. Stay tuned for some funny times and awesome business insights. Let's go behind the scenes of their teacher businesses now. Raw. Unfiltered. Real. Let's get started. Welcome back to the show about email marketing. I am going to start asking Amanda some questions about email marketing. She she has built herself an amazing list. And that's the first step of email marketing is you have to know the vocabulary and terms. That's usually where I get hung up because I'm like, what's that? What's this? What? And I get all frustrated because I don't understand. And then I quit. I'll spend like a half day doinking around on my computer trying to set up what this list is. Like what... <laughs> It is what it is. It's an actual list of emails that you're collecting from people that are interested in things you put out. But that's all I understand at this point. I do know that you need a good, you need a good offer. You need something that people want in order for them to give you their email. So Amanda, what uh, we, I think we've already talked about why email marketing is important is because you, those emails that you collect belong to you. They're your list. You own them. They're not going to disappear overnight. And <laughs> I feel like a man had one like limpy hand up. I was like, what are you doing? But anyway, I know that they're important. I know that emails are important to collect because they're always, they belong to you and people are more likely to open an email from you than maybe search you out on the internet or find your social media and see what you're doing. They get an email from you. It's like getting a letter in the mail. Like, Ooh, look, Amanda just wrote me. Do, 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 do. Let's see what's in the envelope. Although I'll tell you the truth. I throw most of my mail away. I just toss it and I don't open my emails very often either. But maybe Amanda can convince us why it's still important to have an email list. And then what are you supposed to like? How do you get the people's emails? Like I've never really I know there's a few ways out there. And I know Amanda 
she'll offer things like webinars or I don't know, they confuse me, but they always look good. I just signed up for Amanda's email list a long time ago. <laughs> it's like, this looks pretty good. Maybe Amanda can explain more. I think I said Amanda 25 times. We should count. We should yeah. have a little like ding, ding, ding. <laughs> yeah, you got Amanda. Right. Get it. You've got mail. You've got oh, Amanda. Oh, you've got Amanda. Yeah. So tell us, okay, how do you get the emails? Like I, I think a lot of people, if you're a little far along in your TPT journey or even a blogging journey, you kind of understand that, okay, emails are important. You, you own your list. Nobody can take it away from you. People like to buy things from their emails. They open them. They feel like you're their friend, but like what? Like, can you, can you clarify this a little bit more? Like, how do you get the people's emails? And then, then what comes next? Okay. There's so many ways to get someone to give you their email. And when someone does that, it's really powerful because it's them saying, raising their hand, saying, I am interested in what you have to say and what you're offering. So, I mean, giving someone your email, that's a big deal. It really is. It's like they're giving you permission to come on into their email inbox, right? I check my email like a hundred times a day. I swear I'm staying home now with my daughter. It's embarrassing <laughs> how often I check my email. And a lot of people are like that. It's kind of an addiction. Um, but, and, and so when you can get someone's email, it's just really, really powerful. Um, cause you can communicate with them whenever you want. I mean, it's annoying because sometimes the emails go into the promotion tab, not the actual inbox. Um, but we could talk more about how to, how to f figure out how to get into their actual inbox rather in their promo, uh, folder. But you asked, how do you even get people's emails? So like I said, there's so many ways and there's tech behind it. And I feel like that's the big obstacle is the tech behind it because you have to get, I mean, well, first of all, you need a website, right? Like that's the first thing you need is a website or a blog. You know, you could use Blogger. I'm a fan of wordpress.org. I have a self-hosted WordPress site. A lot of teachers pay teacher sellers, teacherpreneurs have Squarespace. Squarespace is pretty awesome too. Um, if you're like brand new, I would recommend Squarespace. I feel like it's a pretty, pretty reasonably priced um, email, like a or website platform, um, which also includes you could pay extra um, to be able to email and like collect emails and things through Squarespace. Um, I don't know. I feel like that's probably the easiest route. WordPress.org is a little bit more tricky to set up because you have to pick a host um, and things like that. So, and then you also need an email service provider. So like MailChimp, ConvertKit. I use Kajabi. Kajabi is my email service provider. Um, and so then you need to hook them up with your website. Do you want me to tell you exactly how I do it? Or like, I don't know how techie we want to get here. Like, well, you know, I've, I've had a lot of blog designs. You made a couple of them. <laughs> yeah. And one of we're, our not gonna, we're not going to get into that right Why now. Why not? <laughs> but so I understand 
there's a couple things like I always see this thing called like the get the API or something like that like get the something like API code or get this code and then put it here and then do that and but I also know there's these things called plugins so I'm like is it a plugin is it an API code it's like <laughs> how do you what <laughs> You were hilarious. <laughs> so WordPress is WordPress is the plugin land. Like if you have a WordPress.org uh site, that's where you would use plugins. Um so yeah, and then and then well, I mean, if we want to get into tech, we can go down that road, but then there's this other part where, like, well, what do I offer to get people's emails? You know, and so you could offer a PDF, you could offer a toolkit, you could offer like, you could host an event where you do like a webinar. So there's lots of different, and it's usually free. You know, you usually are offering something really, really enticing for free um, on your website. And you can also do it on social media. Like you could even, honestly, you don't necessarily need a website you you could just do a landing page right and you're a fan of lead pages right so you could sign up for lead pages and you could and there's people who do this all the time so they just sign up for something like lead pages and they create a landing page and that landing page you know tells you all about the free offer and then it has a little sign up form to give you give your their email to you and then you know, then you get the emails and then you make sure to email them, whatever it is you're offering for free. So, and I've done that before, like with all my webinars, I create a landing page on Kajabi. So like I have a website and then on Kajabi, I create all sorts of landing pages about my webinars. And it really is like a sales page, but it's not for sale. It's free. <laughs> for my webinar. It's like convincing people to come to my webinar or convincing people of why they need this toolkit or why this they need this checklist. Like teachers love checklists, right? <clears throat> or a planner or whatever. You can create these things in Canva. Like you could create your free offer in Canva so easily. I love Canva. Like we created our planner, right? In Canva that we give away for free on our website. Wacky. Well, I actually got that on Etsy and I look for, I looked for templates that were compatible with Canva. So I did buy a template first that I could then manipulate things in Canva with it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a really great idea. Like if you want to crank out a freebie really quick, go buy a template, like you said, on Etsy, Etsy or creative market. I also love creative market. <clears throat> yeah, that's and a good then, one. And just search like Canva templates um, or le even lead magnets. You said there's all this vocabulary, lead magnets, Canva lead magnets or something, just search something like that. And you can create freebies really, really easily. Um, but then you got to promote it. You know, you have to have some way either on your website or via social media, and you need like a page where they sign up, or you could do a pop-up. And my pop-ups are all using Optin Monster. So I use Optin Monster, Jess. So I use- Is so Optin Monster a plugin for WordPress? 
<laughs> well, yes, yes. But it's also an, um, it's a really, really awesome, um, how do I describe what opt-in monster is? It You create, le- like, well, I don't know how to describe what opt-in monster is. <laughs> it's, it's like, so like, for example, Kajabi, like if I just used Kajabi to create my pop-up, it's super boring. It's, you can't, add, you can't customize it. You can't make it look really cool. Like, for example, I just created a pop-up on Optin Monster. You can really customize your <clears throat> form. See, I'm using these terms and your form is where they input your their email and their their name and their email okay so like um and if you use convert kit it's really boring like it's not you can't customize it very well so opt-in monster allows you to really customize it and make it really cool looking like you can change the colors you can change the fonts you can add a video you can add a timer you can so listen listen here's my question <laughs> so there's <laughs> So, I mean, there's first you need an email place, a place that allows you to send emails. Then you need a website. Then you need Optin Monster. And then all three of those are supposed to work together to do this doohickey that pops up and grabs people's emails. Who knows where they go? I've never found out. I had a pop-up monster on my blog for like three years and I don't know where those emails went. They're gone. Pop up. <laughs> you were cracking. This is how serious Amanda is about email marketing. This is like, this is hilarious to her. But I'm I'm telling you that normal people listening out there, I'm the one who's making sense right now. <laughs> pop-up monster you don't need okay so opt-in monster is kind of pricey um so that's my other question is how much does all this stuff cost well i i don't know exactly i mean these are your bills you know as an entrepreneur we all have bills we got to spend money to make money um yeah so but then there's also zapier okay so can i bring something that was a shoe store (laughs) That's Zappos. Oh, same thing. <laughs> no, Zap. Okay, so Zapier is what I use to connect everything. So, like, Zapier is the connector. Okay. Yeah. And what does it do? It connects everything. That's how? Where? I don't know. Like, I don't know how that. But it, like, I have a Zapier account, and so I connect. So basically. It, I say I'm writing this down. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, and this is kind of advanced, but if you really want to get emails, you got to spend money. Um, you really do. And then see another problem that a lot of teachers have is they, they do all this work to get the emails and then they never flip an email people. So we should talk about that. Yeah, too. I never do that. You got I've it. had probably uh, Amanda, I've had at least 10 different lists. And then I just lose them. (laughs) Yeah, because you don't know what to email and what you have to do. Like if you're going to commit to this, if you're going to spend money on all of these things and connect it all, you have to commit to emailing at least once a week. 
You have to. And some weeks I don't feel like emailing and I'm like, I don't know what to email. I don't have a new blog post. I don't have any, I don't have anything to say. Like, I don't want to promote a product. <laughs> um, and so when, when those weeks happen, I just email them what's happening in my life. Like I just, and honestly, the, the replies, I get the most replies from people when I just email, like I'm emailing a friend honestly, like I don't get replies for product promotion. I don't get replies for like webinar promotion emails. I don't get replies for any of those. I get replies when I'm like being a real human and emailing like, you know, as a human, you know, you know what sort of blows my mind about this. And I do have a lot of friends that have amazing email lists. I have like, I, I, I am in this sort of, I guess you would call it a mastermind group. I've been talking to these other teacherpreneurs for probably five years every single day and they have email lists and it's one of them is very good at her email list yeah there's and, have like fifty thousand emails i'm not yeah. one of them by she the has way. like tens of thousands and almost every time she sends an email people actually write her back and i just think it's so weird because like i would not like i i subscribe to all kinds of weird email things to get coupons i would never write like bed bath and beyond back like well <laughs> thanks amy i i love those towels too right i would never write a business back but there's something about being a teacherpreneur where people think that you're one of their frenzies or something <laughs> Like well, that they can easily write you. But I do think that's important in a small business. Like that is, that is what you want, right? You do actually want to hear back from them well, sometimes. And that right? is the bad part about having a huge email list, which I do not have a huge, you keep saying I have an amazing email list. I, I don't. Well, it's bigger than all of mine combined. Well, <clears throat> I don't know. I, I, and honestly, you really want, like, even if you have a huge email list, you want to clean it up because a lot of them will bounce back. A lot of them aren't even opening your emails. Like there's people on your email list that maybe haven't even opened an email from you in a whole year. And you really want to get rid of those people. Um, <clears throat> you don't want them on your email list. You want an active email list. And honestly, if you have like a hundred people on your email list, that's really great. Like, because, because really? you have, yeah, because you have the bandwidth to reply. Like if you have an email list with 50,000 people on it and you get like a hundred replies, you can't like, and you're the only one, you know, that's able to reply. I mean, usually someone who has a 50,000, they probably have like a VA or something that's working for them, replying to people. But yeah, I just, I don't, I'm glad I don't have an email list that big because I don't want to get that many replies and like feel like I have to, because every time I get, if I, if I email something like really personal and I'm like super vulnerable, that's usually when I get the most replies back and it's like 20 different people have emailed me. And so what I do is I copy and paste like a reply, like a canned reply. Oh, you did not. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Now I know all those emails between us over these years are just canned. No, they're not. They just, I just reply like, and I, I read them all. And if, if there's something they said that like, I need to like be personalize it, I will, but it's, it's overwhelming. Like I don't, and it, it takes 
you know, a couple hours to reply back to like 20 different people and you don't have to reply, but I feel like it's a really good idea to reply, especially if maybe you're, you're looking to coach people. I feel like coaching, um, and an email list, like that's, that's really important. And I I'm thinking about starting that up soon, um, and, and starting to coach people. Can we go backwards for just a second? Because I'm very confused about something. Let's go backwards again. Okay. Mentioned this Zapier, Zapier place. Um, So is that a website that you put all your logins in and somehow it all merges? Or do you have to connect it like as a plugin on your WordPress or like do something on your WordPress with Zapier to get it to all work? Like, where is it a third party website separate from a plugin on your blog? Yeah. So you go to the website and do you have to type in like all your logins to all these things and then no. they make it work? Like, okay. how does it work? So here's how it starts. This is the very beginning. I go on Kajabi. I create a form. It's called a form on Kajabi. Usually it's, I think it's called a form on ConvertKit too in Squarespace. I'm not, not Squarespace, MailChimp. Um, So you, you create a form and the form is where people actually input their name and email, right? So that's the first step. I create a form. Then I go to opt-in monster and I make this super fancy pop-up. I love pop-up. Pop-ups work people. Um, and, and then, so I make a pop-up for my website and opt-in monster is a plugin on WordPress. So every time I make some sort of cool looking pop-up, I could, I just, it, it automatically is available on my website because I have the opt-in monster plugin. So then I make it, I publish it on my website and I unpublish anything else that's popping up. And then that pop-up automatically publishes to my website, right? And so what I do is I go into Zap and then I go to Zap. Well, before I publish it, I go to Zapier. And on Zapier, I I create a Zap is what it's called. And so the Zap, um, you, you basically, you go through and you pick whichever app, I guess I'll call it, you want to connect. So I'll click Kajabi. So Kajabi's on there. And then it'll auto, because it's connected to my Kajabi. It's connected to my opt-in monster. And so I'll I'll auto-fill it and I'll tell it which form on Kajabi I want to use. And then it'll, I'll tell it, okay, when someone fills out this form, well, actually opt-in monster. I start with opt-in monster. When someone fills out this pop-up, I want them, I want it to um, add a subscriber to this form on Kajabi. So using Zapier, I'm connecting Kajabi, the form I created on Kajabi, and the opt-in monster pop-in, (laughs) pop-up. I know this sounds really complicated. It's not. Once you set it up, it's fine. Um, But you just create a zap and then Ta-da! Some a pop-up comes up on my website. It's an opt-in monster pop-up. Someone types in their name and email. Zapier sees that and they're like, oh, someone just filled out Amanda's pop-up. 
we better send that information over to Kajabi, this form. And then suddenly that person appears in my email list on Kajabi. And then I have an auto email that goes out and sends them whatever information they need to get the, the freebie or to sign up for the webinar or whatever. <laughs> there you go. That's it. And like, depending on what you're using, so like if you're using MailChimp, then it's different. You know, if you're using ConvertKit, it's different. So that's why it's so complicated because, you know, you got to pick and choose what you're, and to me, like I've used MailChimp, I've used ConvertKit. Um, and I just, this is what works best for me. For opt-in monster to work, you have to have Zapier or you just do it? No, no opt-in monster. You don't need Zapier. I just use Zapier to connect Kajabi to the opt-in monster pop-up, right? Because um, opt-in monster pop-up won't work on Kajabi alone? No. So you have to have that to make it work. Well, I, I don't know. I've never tried that before. I've never tried to, like, you could create a landing page. I've never tried to, like, actually connect Kajabi and Optin Monster. You probably could. But I ha remember, I have my website. So people are entering my funnel through my website, usually, unless I create a landing page on Kajabi. But usually like, so for example, the webinar I just did, it was a pop-up. I used Optin Monster to create it and it was just a button and they clicked it if they were interested in coming to the webinar. And then it took them to a landing page on Kajabi. So that, that one, I didn't use Zapier because I didn't need to. It just took them straight to land the landing page on Kajabi. I don't know. We're getting in the weeds here. <laughs> this is so this is what i'm talking about it is so complicated to do this i feel like you could get a master's degree and <laughs> still not be an email marketing expert like this is what they need to teach people in college though because this is how you legit make money online and look at how difficult it is yeah. Like it's so hard. There's literally like four different websites you're talking about right now. I mean, they all cost money. You have to learn how to use all of them. And that's just to send, that's just to send an email. Like, it's so crazy to me. Like, it's just, it's, it really, this really should be a topic that you could go to school and study, but it's yeah. just like one of these things that you have to fumble around and try to learn in your free time. So how did you ever get started doing that? Like, do you want to tell us your origin story of like how you started an email, an email list? Like, I'm sure you weren't using four apps at the same time no. to start. I so was just, I was just using in the very beginning, I was just using blogger and MailChimp. And I feel like that's what people usually do, you know, like to begin with, um, with Squarespace, um, I think cause Squarespace is super user-friendly. It's like one of, I, you don't like Squarespace maybe? No. 
I really- I've had a couple square spaces and it is not the easiest to learn how to use. I mean, really? there's all these like blocks and then to get the blocks to do what you want, it just messes everything up. Unless you like one of their templates and you want to just go fill out their template. If you want to change any one little thing, it is so hard. Yeah, it is a little glitchy sometimes, but the key to Squarespace is the spacer. So if you want things to like be a certain way, you got to use spacers. Spacers? Yeah, that's one of the, you know how you can click like add text, add an image, add a video. You can add a space? A spacer, yeah. Oh. And so then you. Maybe that's what I've been doing wrong. Every time I try to make something on there, I'm like, this is trash. I hate it. <laughs> and I quit and I. And I unsubscribe. <laughs> okay. Um, also, I took a, so I started out in Blogger and then <clears throat> I don't know how the heck WordPress was a beast. Figuring out WordPress probably took me a year of like really <laughs> nose to the grindstone. I need to figure this thing out. Um, and, and that, that was really, really rough. I actually got hacked. My website got hacked. Mine too. And, and I hired a guy. I love him. I actually just emailed him yesterday and he helps me with WordPress a lot. Um, and he's wonderful. His name's Wesley. Um, and I pay him $30 a month to maintain my website and to help me whenever I have like tech issues, like Google console, they just emailed me and they were like, you have 89 links that are testing poor for like speed. And Wesley has helped. He's done so much to speed up my website because that's so important that your website is mobile friendly, first of all, and also is very fast. And so we've worked really, really hard to make it fast. And I was like, Wesley, what's wrong? Like it's saying 89 URLs are going slow. And he like immediately was like in my Google console, like figuring out what the problem was, emailing Google, like it's all fixed. He was like a steal for $30 a month. I know he's great. I love him. Um, And he helped me when my website was hacked. And he knows all about like Google Analytics and Google Console, um, yeah, which is what you use when you're, you know, using WordPress.org to figure out your analytics and things um, and how your website is functioning. Um, it'll tell you how it how it's doing and things. Um, but we're getting off topic of email. Yeah. So um, let's go back. Say I'm just listening to this and I... I'm like, wow, I don't understand anything Amanda's saying. This doesn't make any sense to me. Where, what would be the easiest tip you could give someone for how to start? But they're like, I know I do want to start an email list. Like I, I, I want to do this, but that is, that is too much. But one thing is that some of the things we're talking about are rather expensive, like um, Kajabi is and we talked a lot about the landing pages um and i know when i used it it was extremely expensive it was a couple hundred bucks a month to have unlimited landing pages um like and yeah lead pages cost me 200 a month for quite a long time and i cut them out because we were buying a house and it just looked bad on the bank statements to be spending 200 a month 
in this business right it was like what you're because I just I didn't have the income to back up like why I was spending that and so I got rid of them as a part of like buying our house I was just like gone anything that was expensive gone because you know they analyze all of your income statements when you're buying you know you you bought a house you know they analyze everything you're doing so I had to cut out a lot of these things I was paying for so my question to you is like say somebody wants to start like are you recommending that square i i think one cool thing about squarespace is it is under 20 dollars a month to have your own website and they do have email integrated into that but i don't know how easy it is to get your email list off of there if you don't want to do squarespace anymore or it's not working for you you want to you want to upgrade to like a better platform someday like kajabi you know what I mean? Like you can't stay on Squarespace forever, forever. Well, you could. <laughs> could you? I, mean, I know people. Yeah. Amanda, that's what she uses. Meredith, that's what she uses. Mud and Ink Teaching and Bespoke Classroom. Um, I mean, there's a lot of teachers, teacherpreneurs that just use Squarespace. So um, do you recommend like if I if I was like, okay, I'm a new at being a teacherpreneur. And, but I definitely want to start an email list. First step though, is you have to have a landing page or a website. Do you think that's the first step? Like you can't just have a floating email list out there, right? Well, yeah. And like Squarespace, you can download every single one of these email service providers. You can download like an Excel spreadsheet of all the emails and keep them which I wish you would have done. Um, I, all- I have a few times. Yeah. you just I, I've, I've used them about, I've, I've built about 10 email lists and a lot of them I didn't because they were for like one-time events sort of. And I never had a plan for what to do beyond the events or like mm-hmm. a one-time class. And then I never had plans for doing another class in the future. I just did it once. And a lot of them were through partnerships. So I was like, well, I'm never going to work with that person again. So. Well, you can email them. Like they become part of your big email list. You know, you just like I had, you know, about a hundred people in a week. I mean, I got a hundred people to sign up for my webinar, you know, and that was like promoting on social media, promoting to my big list over and over again. And, you know, just a hundred people signed up to go on the webinar. Um, And those hundred people, a lot of them were new, like they, they weren't on my big email list. And so now they're on my big email list. And I just sent an email today. Um, about workshop teacher school. And I was like, it closes in two days. Like, here's why you should not miss out on this opportunity. And I send them, sent them a bunch of testimonials of people that are part of workshop teacher school, you know, and it was a really good email. Like I have pictures of the actual teachers and like their testimony. So I feel like those people, even if they attend your event once, you know, they are merged into your giant list. Um, you know, like, it's not like you can't email them anymore. And that's another thing. I feel like a lot of teachers are like, I emailing too much. Good. Email too much because the people who want to hear from you are going to open your, all those emails. The people who don't want to hear from you are going to unsubscribe. And those people who unsubscribe, it's good that they unsubscribe. Like we have to shift our, our mindset about unsubscribing like, I know I, a lot of times I get this like pang in my heart, like, oh, they don't like me. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like, well, they weren't going to buy from me. 
Like if they unsubscribe, then they're not a buyer. They're not someone that I want on my list because they're not interested in buying things from me. If they're not even interested in getting emails from me, then they're probably not interested in buying my stuff. And so they're not my person, you know, and I, I only want people who like me and who, who like what I have to say and are excited to get my emails and are excited to buy my stuff on my list. I don't want those other people on my list. And so, and I learned that from Marie Forleo's copy cure. Um, I learned a lot of what I know about email marketing through Marie Forleo's copy cure. And do you have an affiliate link you can post for that? Like underneath the show notes? Um, copy no, cure? I'm, I'm not currently an affiliate of copy cure. And I think it's going on right now, actually, I think, but it's expensive. I mean, it's After like- After you buy it once though, aren't you always an affiliate? Uh, I'm not an affiliate. I, I have to sign up. Like if, if I wanted to become an affiliate of copy cure, I would have to sign up and maybe I could go look into that today and put an affiliate link in the show notes. I think it would be worth a try since you shouted it out. Right. Yeah. 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 No, I love Marie Forleo. I've learned I'm part of B school and I'm part of copy cure. I've learned a lot from her. She's, she's great. Um, so Amy Porterfield, I love her. Pat Flynn. I mean, these are really great people to follow on on their, their podcast um, and on the social media. But uh, what was I? What were we? Well, about? I was just. I just thought for our final thoughts for this episode, we could kind of make it easy for people in case they don't have an email list, they don't have a blog. You know, I think we kind of mentioned two routes you could start. You could start with Squarespace, which an email list in a blog and it's under $20 a month or you could just go uh I think more of a traditional route is starting a blogger and then having a MailChimp attached to the blogger right yeah, yeah. um another thing have you ever seen in Facebook groups <clears throat> when like someone says I'm looking for a lesson on la 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 and then someone in that in the comments says, Oh, I have this lesson. If you give me your email, I'll send it to you. And these are just like regular teachers. These aren't teacherpreneurs, I don't think. And then you see like a hundred people and they're like, give me, here's my email. Can you send it to me? Can you send it to me? I mean, this is totally illegal, but you could totally like just- I've done that myself a few times. Whoopsies. But you could totally, and I've done that before too. Like I have a Gmail account and I just like BCC a bunch of people, you know, because yeah. And the reason I've done that is because Kajabi, they have this double opt-in where someone signs up and then they also have to click, they get an email, like an auto email that says, are you sure you want to sign up for marketing emails from Amanda right now? And they have to actually click confirm in order to get marketing emails from me. And a lot of people don't click that confirm button. And so then- But I is that the law that you have to do the double opt-in? Um, no, you don't have to. So they have two- different... I turned that off when I had my Kajabi. I was like, off. Yeah. They I sign think... up once they're in. I think it might be the law in like the UK or something. I think- Oh, Kajabi, interesting. Kajabi says- um, yeah, I think they have more strict laws over there when it comes to oh. marketing. Email. But Kajabi, they give you the option of just double or regular. Yeah. Uh, 
And so like someone signs up and then it's like, shoot, they didn't. So what I do for that is after someone signs up for something, and this is really like important, what page does, do they go to next? And you get to pick like what happens next and you can create a quote, like a quote unquote, thank you page. And it says something like, you know, um, thank you. Your, your, you know, checklist will be sent to your email within the next five minutes while you wait. Um, da, 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 da. And like, sometimes you can even send them like to, uh, a product, like a really cheap product. Like, I think you might be interested in this, you know, or something like that. But also I put step-by-step just directions. Like you're going to receive two emails from me. One of them is the checklist. The other one, make sure you open it and click confirm. Also add me to your email, um, contacts, because if you don't, my emails will land in your promo tab, you know, so like you can actually email people this information. Like if you really want to hear from me, here's what you need to do because you might, you might miss my, my info if you don't do these things, um, like add me to your contacts and make sure to click that confirm button, um, in the email. That's the double opt-in email, right? I feel like we're teaching a course right now, Jess. Yeah, I think we're done with our first (laughs) email marketing episode. I hope that everyone has enjoyed it as much as we've enjoyed talking about it. And as always, you should like, subscribe, leave us a review, go to our YouTube channel. There's all different kinds of places that you can find us. And we would love to hear from you teacher blogger seller network facebook group we could put a link to that in the facebook or sorry in the show notes because um we're in there and we're going to be coming more active in there or at least i am <laughs> giving tips and things and- <laughs> all right that's a good good place to stay yeah see you next more. week <laughs> bye Thanks for listening to this extremely serious episode brought to you by some truly wacky teacherpreneurs. Visit our website, wackyteacherpreneurs.com to get more support growing your business. Please leave us a five-star review. And remember, if you share this podcast with 10 other people, you'll have good luck forever. Wow, 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 wow,